You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Check out our Facebook page again, facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge. Oh, and our website, healthreformexplained.com. And while you're there, you can read my latest posts, uh, including uh, one called the ACA Compliance Wave, which is about to uh, come crashing in on employers, I'm predicting here very, very shortly. Uh, as Lee, I'm sure, knows, uh, the reporting requirements under the ACA are going to be pretty problematic for many large groups, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and we're, we're lucky to have individuals like you helping guide guide them through that. Well, so. thanks for that you know, little <laughs> plug. I appreciate that. So let's. Uh, uh, we've had a great time talking about the priorities of the Nebraska Health Network and um, some of the roles that the physicians are playing in, in IT. Uh, any final thoughts or takeaways you'd like to to share with the audience. Uh, looks like you guys do have a new website now. What is it? NebraskaHealthNetwork.com. It is, yeah. Ju- it. Just launched, and that'll be ever-changing. We'll be adding uh, more and more to that, so um, we're excited to have that out there. Um, you know, just kind of final thoughts is we're, we just live in such a dynamic, ever-changing healthcare environment right now, and to me, that's a really exciting thing um, because I think uh, we needed a lot of this change, the focus on quality and outcomes and the consumer and so we're really excited to, to play a role in that. You know, another change that we haven't even talked about is ICD-10. That's coming right, oh, yeah. down, right down the pipe. Do you uh, think they're going to actually go through with that? I, I think they will. You know, they've delayed it a, a few times. And for your listening audience, that really dramatically changes how uh, physician codes. Uh, the diagnosis is expanding greatly um, to uh, like 68,000 codes from the, from, from the existing 13,000 that they use. And, you know, specificity is a key there. But the good thing about that is if we have data like we talked about. It's going to give physicians more detailed information about how to manage care. Um, And, you know, going forward with that specificity, I think it underscores everything that we want to do to to bring higher value to to the consumer. So So you think that ICT-10 will go through? You know, I think a lot of people have already spent so much time and effort trying to, to prepare for it. Another delay would almost be worse, wouldn't it? I think so. I think enough people are down the path right now. They've made the investments in infrastructure. I know a lot of the coders um, have been changed or have been trained, excuse me. And um, another big change that's directly related to that is just risk adjustment. So understanding the risk of the population and the heavier risk you have will vary how you get paid and so forth. So it really will be important that the coders, uh, when ICD-10 launches, are up to speed and coding appropriately. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Well, that, when you combine that with evidence-based medicine, do you think a lot of the physicians that you're talking about really understand um, you know, that the fact that their reimbursement could be completely you know, changed? Or what was the term you used? Where the ones that don't score as high pay for the ones that score less? Yeah, kind of that zero-sum game. They're, they're starting to. And, you know, this information just came out. So I've been out actually a lot uh, in the clinics talking with our physicians about these changes and saying, here's what we need to do to prepare for you to be successful in that new model. And, you know, that underscores everything we, we need to do um, here. If we can be successful in that, I think uh, physicians will embrace that model, and they will really look to drive that value home to their uh, patients. Any final uh, advice for any um, anybody listening that caught you know you, we've spent a lot of time visiting about healthcare consumerism. Any tips uh, for somebody you've you, you know more than most about how all of those things work? I was really interested last segment when you talked about how you were able to identify the forty percent savings. How does somebody even uh, learn how to do that? 
You know, to me, it starts with you understanding your own health risks. So have a relationship with a primary care physician. Uh, build that trusting relationship yourself. Understand your own health scores. And when I say health scores, what's your cholesterol? What's your blood pressure? Uh, what's your uh, weight? And how does that compare on a body mass index uh, scale to the ideal weight? And take personal accountability uh, for yourself and your own health uh, rather than strictly relying on the healthcare system at, at times when you get sick. Um, and, and have regular uh, physicals and visits with your uh, physician. If you're on medications, be consistent with taking those. Uh, we, we saw a lot of times when someone be, would be prescribed a cholesterol medication and take it for three months, and that doesn't do you any good. Those are long-term medications. Oh, really? Like how long do you have to take them to see her? You need to take it consistently to keep your uh, cholesterol down and so forth. So follow the advice of your physician and your health care team, including you know your nurses and pharmacists and health coaches and, and all uh, those people that are part of your health care delivery team. I just met with my primary care physician. I, 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 I you know, I needed to, I, if I'm going to sit up here and preach about healthcare, yeah. I, th- I had to, um, I went for my, you know, annual assessment, like they, they yeah. say, to just kind of get the blood work done and come up with some goals. And so I think it's important. And I think not many people uh, have primary care physicians like you talked about. You might know where, where could they find a good primary care physician? Yeah, well, they can come directly to our uh, website and they can see the physicians there or they can go directly to Nebraska Med or Methodist website and there's um, tools there that will help guide them to a primary care physician and show them the locations that they uh, practice. Any predictions on, um, let's see, a public policy standpoint, do you think the ACA is going to go away? I don't. I think, you know, it's... it's uh, implemented now it's been successful for a lot of people so you may see some changes there but uh, I, I don't see it uh, changing uh, dramatically there. okay all right well thanks so much for uh, joining us here on the program lee it's been great it's been great thanks for having me today hey, we Sean. hope you can come back again keep We'd us love updated to. We'd all love right. to. check us out again on facebook.com slash america's healthcare challenge we've got over 310 different segments on uh, all all things health policy on our soundcloud page.com slash america's Canary, which is Edie Bellis's handle. We are America's Canary in the compliance coal mine, keeping businesses uh, out of uh, keeping the government away from them. We'll see you next time.